0: Or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly.
1: Hi, this is Ben Hassinger, Michigan's ukulele ambassador and baseball balladeer, and you are listening to the best sports podcast here in Michigan, and that's a Duff said.
0: Thank you, Ben. And thank you for hitting the play button on your favorite listening device of choice from wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Duff Tyler, and that's a Duff Said. This week, we are once again talking Saginaw Valley State football. The Cardinals just held their annual spring game last weekend. I caught up with head coach Ryan Brady, and that conversation starts now. So coach, you had an exciting weekend uh, this past weekend with your spring game, and certainly I want to get into that. But before we do, I want to talk to you about one of your outgoing seniors, Trevor Nowoski. He was on my show just a couple of weeks ago. His name has come up as a potential NFL draft pick. What do you think would be his biggest asset that an NFL team could utilize?
1: Well, at that level, it's 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 all about you know your athleticism and um, you know your talent and obviously Trevor's got a lot of those um, two qualities and so he's he's tested extremely well he's he's got the size 6'3", 240 plus pounds and ran a four five forty and broad jumped over ten feet so you know the scouts are really excited um, you know about his athleticism his measurables which is really important. Um, At the NFL level, you know, and now now the NFL is doing their homework and uh, working on finding out everything there is to know about Trevor and, you know, his family and and what kind of leader is he and his work ethic and all of his intangible qualities. So um, it's really exciting because we've got a lot of teams calling, um, you know, talking Falcons today and, you know, they're they're digging into all those all those kinds of things I was just talking about. And so um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely exciting time for Trevor as well as. You know Nick Whiteside's been been garnering an awful lot of attention and a lot of phone calls, and so we're we're really excited about both of those young men.
0: What was one of your biggest selling points for them?
1: I, I love um bo- both both kids are great young men, and I, I I just told um you know Falcons today like hey, um, they're both relentless workers, relentless workers, um, and I, I think um, all the NFL guys that I've been around that have made it that are still there, um, they all have a passion for for living that life and that, that lifestyle is every single day, the way you train, the way you eat, the way you sleep, the way you you know, do recovery. I mean, it is you eat, sleep and breathe um, football, you know, in both of those guys, Nick and Trevor, um, you know, they have that quality. And um, that, that's that's the quality you got to have if you want to be successful at that level and, and stick around. What did Whiteside and Nowoski mean to your program? I mean, words really can't put into how important um, those two were. You know, both both were, um, you know, leaders and captains and, um, you know, integral part of our defense. And uh, both were huge playmakers. Both were guys that you knew they were totally bought in and were totally committed to doing everything in their power um, to helping their team be successful. So, you know, I, uh, I'm i going to miss them both dearly. Um Got a great relationship with both of them, and I love them both. And um, it's been just really, like, awesome to watch them grow and develop and um, put themselves in a really good position to continue, um, you know, their football career professionally.
0: One of the things that Trevor and I talked about a couple of weeks ago, when he was coming out of high school, most of the offers that he was getting were from schools in the GLIAC and at the Division II level. None of the D1 schools were giving him much attention at all. And now the NFL is taking a huge interest in him. What has it been like to see him develop into that kind of
1: prospect? You know, it's, it's what it's all about. You know, it's all about development. We pride ourselves on being a developmental program and um, we, 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 we pride ourselves in developing young men in every area of their life, you know, physically, mentally, socially, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and, and some guys, um they catch a glimpse of success and um it's just like uh you know it's like a drug for them and then then they just they're just so inspired and they then they 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 just take themselves and their development to a whole nother level you know And, and trevor's done that nick has done that and as have a lot of guys you know and that's that's a big part of um our success um that Saginaw valley has and been rebounding here and and trying to fight and scratch and claw our way back to the top of this league, and um, we we got guys that are that are that inspired, that are you know loving their experience, loving being a cardinal, and it's just driving them to uh, to new and greater heights.
0: One of the things that Trevor was telling me about was his work ethic. He had a very rigid routine. It started getting up, going to the weight room, putting in the time there to really develop into the kind of mold that he is right now, the size that he has. You talked about it a minute ago. He definitely has the intangibles to be an NFL linebacker just based on the time that he put into the weight room. How would you describe his work ethic and approach to everything that he has accomplished?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I really admire his approach. I mean, uh, he's all business. Um, you know, and he he understands like what kind of sacrifices need to be made to get the kind of gains, um, that he's, that he's gained, um, over the course of the last two years, you know, um, I thought last summer before, um, you know, we rolled into August camp, you know, uh, Trevor put him up, put himself in position to be, you know, um, to test out, you know, higher and better than probably anybody on our roster, you know, at that point in time. And, um, he just had an incredible summer. You know, working out twice a day, uh, eating eating right every step of the way, going to bed at 8 p.m., getting the proper sleep, going back, stretching, working out, doing recovery. I mean, it all adds up, Duff. Um, and if you're obsessed about that um, and you live that, you know, 24 hours a day um, over the course of you know, a year and a half, two years, you can you can make significant gains. And that's just what Trevor did.
0: That's not easy for somebody who is in their early 20s to keep a lifestyle like that, especially when there are so many things that you want to be a part of. You want to go out with your friends. You want to enjoy the evening. Go out, have a good time with everybody. But he knew that if he was going to accomplish this goal, he had to really live it uh, 24-7 what it was it like to see somebody that young be so mature about it?
1: well it's exciting for me you know my goal is you know as, as the coach is you know I, I want to see 120 guys do that you know and then that's 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 how you win championships um, and so um, re- re- really excited that um, that culture has now developed and um, we have a lot of young players um, in our program that that watch Trevor you know, and Nick and, 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 guys like that and what they, and what they had to do um, to basically earn the success that, you know, they, they received. And so now, now the, you know, now the blueprint's out there and now, you know, all my other players know, okay, this is what I need to do. And um, man, once that start, it's just a trickle down effect. And um, so I'm just, um, I'm just really excited that, you know, things are headed in this direction and, really excited that, you know, kids are getting the opportunity um, from Saginaw Valley to, uh, you know, continue to play football at the highest level. I just think it says a lot about, you know, our program, our school, our athletic department um, and our coaching staff.
0: That's a heck of a role model for your younger guys to have. Somebody that they can look up to, knowing if they put in the work, they can be in the same category that he is right now, looking to further his playing career in football at the professional level. But not only that, but it's a great way for your program to build on the success that you guys had last year. You guys had a winning season, 8-3. and three. Just missed the playoffs by a couple of points in that Davenport game. so much to build on. So with this spring game that you just had over the weekend, how do you think
1: things went for you guys? Yeah, overall I'm very pleased. um you know we went offense first defense and uh, very competitive um, uh, back and forth uh, spring game. so i was um I was pleased we got out of that thing injury free and that's that's the number one goal and priority um, for every football coach when you're just trying to get through spring ball. So we, we we made it, we made it through spring healthy and, um, didn't have any major setbacks and just, I really saw a lot of uh, positive things from a lot of players. Um, got, I got to look at a lot of really good young players. Um, so definitely the future is definitely bright, definitely exciting. And, um, you know, we had a lot of fans and, and guests, uh, on Saturday and they got to catch a glimpse of, um, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our new faces and, uh, some feedback that I've received is is really good. You know, I think we're, we're bigger and we're faster and we're stronger and, and a lot of, in a lot of areas, you know, we're, we're better than we were four months ago. And so um, that's, that's, you know, that's what you want to see as a coach is just keep seeing those incremental, incremental steps, you know, um, after each segment and uh, this program, is continuing to grow. So, um, you know, overall, I thought the quarterbacks um, played very well and, um, you know, the offensive line's been better than it's ever been. So I'm really proud of those guys and and what they've done. And um, you know, our, our receiver room is really stabilized, and um, and we got some really good, exciting running backs. <laughs> and, um, and then the and then the tight ends have had that opportunity to step up with a couple seniors uh, departing, and and they've looked um, you know bigger and stronger and more athletic. And so you know, overall, we we've got a lot of guys back offensively that played a lot of snaps and a lot of football last year. so um, you know that's encouraging and then defensively I mean our front seven's just been outstanding. Um, I love our three linebackers um, and they're, they're as tough as any three linebackers that I've ever coached. and um, I mean we're getting our defensive lines been very stout and very um, doing a very good job rushing the passer and and then really I've been impressed with our young secondary. I mean we do have a young secondary, but we're we're longer we're more athletic. Um, but we don't have the experience that we had last year. We graduated five seniors in the back end, and and those guys were great. You know, you you just don't replace a guy like Nick Whiteside, um, you know, and Cam Mitchell and Richie Bowens and, and Noah Suber. We had some, we had a r- really good secondary. But I have been extremely impressed with, um, you know, what Coach McEwen's done um, with that room this spring. Um, so it's exciting. It's really exciting. And then obviously, I think our kicking game is. Um, you know, we missed some field goals on Saturday, but uh, I thought collectively as a group, um, you know, Ryan hiker has been outstanding, um, really strong leg. And, um, you know, Ryan Wenstrom's back is our long standpoint for the third straight year. So um, really solid in um, our specials as well. So um, really looking forward to a lot of a lot of guys back, a lot of guys really hungry, a lot of guys with a big chip on their shoulder as uh, things didn't end the way that we wanted it to end last year.
0: How much of that was discussed when you guys went out there? Because you knew that you had a job to do, and that is to kind of get back to that level that you were at this past season and then build on it. Because obviously you want to take that a step further. You want to be in the same spot that Grand Valley, Davenport, and Ferris State all were last season. So for these younger guys that are going to be stepping up into some big roles for you, how important was this whole weekend for them?
1: Yeah, it was obviously, um, it was very important, you know, and we talk about it all the time, you know, and, um, you know, we've really focused on coaching um, our guys harder than we've ever coached them here. Um, And we've really tried to put as much stress and pressure um, and, and create as much anxiety um, and chaos for them as possible in practice and scrimmage situations. And obviously in, in the spring game, you know, we have, we had 14 different uh, game-like situations that we worked through like pressure situations Um, and to try to get guys like that kind of experience and, you know, we we practice really fast, we have a crazy fast tempo. And so, you know, that puts added stress and pressure on, 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 on young players. And so, you know, that's, that's been our goal. And really we're just focused on, um, you know, being mentally tough, um, and having a lot of, a lot of self-discipline. Um, and and those are, I think the two, the two areas that we really need to be rock solid in the big moments. You know, it's just having having that mental toughness and having the discipline um, to do what needs to be done um, when it needs to be done. Coming
0: up, Coach Brady tells us how his players have become ambassadors for the game and how there are now more options for Division II players to continue to play football after college.
1: You're listening to the Best Local Sports Podcast in Michigan. And that's a Duff said.
0: If it's pizza night, Sheldon Street Pizza has got you covered. Sheldon's pizzas are always made fresh when you order them, And the readers of the Lake Orion Review have voted Sheldon's Breadsticks as the best in Lake Orion. Stop by Sheldon Street Pizza at 3767 South Baldwin Road in Orion Township. Or you can order online by visiting SheldonStreetPizza.com. Don't forget to try one of Sheldon's salads with his special blend of homemade salad dressings. He's also got some pretty tasty desserts as well. Sheldon Street Pizza. More than just pizza. It's the official pizza of a Duff set. Okay, I want to take a second now to talk to the parents and adults listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a fun night out during the weekend here in Lake Orion, then stop by Fourth Coast Cider Works. Fourth Coast Cider Works is the place to be for hard cider in Oakland County. Located in the main entrance to Canterbury Village, Fourth Coast is quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider stop by fourth coast and try some of their many flavors on tap you can also take some home in a can or a howler fourth coast is open thursday through sunday for a complete list of ciders and hours go to fourthcoastciderworks.com fourth coast cider works the best hard cider is on the fourth coast not available for anyone under the age of 21 please drink responsibly For people that are unfamiliar with how spring games work, what is the process like to get ready for it and then go out and perform knowing that you're going to have a lot of time between now and that first practice this summer?
1: Yeah, you know, it's just a build-up. The spring game is really a celebration, to be honest with you. Um, You know, I I don't like it because it's the only time in the spring where we really tackle um, and then there's that risk for injury. So you know, we like to be really smart. We like to practice and stay on our feet. And um, so, but for the kids, it's a celebration, you know, the, the parents get to come and uh, the families and, and our alums and recruits. And so it turns into a big event and uh, we get all dressed up in our uniforms and the announcers are there. And, you know, we had a referee clinic going on with 15 uh, officials from all over and the big 10 and the Mac. And so that was really cool. And um you know we did a community youth day event beforehand and you know had a, had 150 youngsters running around and so i mean we we had a jam packed day of all kinds of different things going on um and then we had a family family barbecue and pig roast for our whole program um after the event so it was a it was a 9am to 5pm kind of a work day uh there for um the coaching staff and and our players did a great job serving the community and and uh, given back and you know then we went out and had a really exciting um, active uh, situational scrimmage and and then we did some live tackling for about two quarters so um you know just about over 100 snaps and a lot of good film um you know got everybody a lot of work and uh it's just a great evaluation tool uh, moving forward
0: you had kids out there ages 5 to 17 allowed lot to participate with you guys and to do some drills and get a chance to interact with the guys on your program how special was that to show the youngsters what your guys go through and really give them an introduction to your program?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it, you know, I'll be honest, it was incredible. Um, I mean, we had a beautiful day. It was 80, 84 degrees and,
0: and I know. Where'd sunny that go?
1: And, oh, it was, it was great. Yeah, I, mean, I wish 84 would stay every day. And, um, but we, you know, we got, we got a lot of sun and had to get sunscreen out and, um, but we had a great turnout. I mean, um, 10 30 in the morning, we, we checked them in and, you know, the line was all the way through the parking lot and I said, Oh wow, this is going to be cool. And, um, you know, we turned out to have just over a, a little over 150 um, kids out there and we had 50 plus of our players, you know, with, with 10 different stations and kids going from station to station to station and getting to interact with our players. And, you know, we had some music going and it was, it was just a really cool environment and, Really appreciative of, uh, you know, Saginaw County Fordney Club for sponsoring that event. And I mean, there's nothing better, Duff, than, um, you know, uh, free, free, free football, free food, free shirt, you know, and get to hang out with the uh, the college football players and their coaches um, for a morning and enjoy the spring game. So that's just that's just what it was. And um, it, it was just a, it was just a great feeling. To um, see the smile on the, on those little guys' faces, and and just to uh, make sure our players know, like, hey, and it's there's nothing more important than making a difference, and that's really how you leave leave a legacy. And we we talk about that all the time.
0: Yeah, you're a dad yourself uh, to a couple of youngsters, so I'm sure football is going to be a very integral part of their life if they decide they want to go that route. But when you get a chance to actually interact with a lot of the kids in the community, how special is that for you? What's it like to just see that interaction and to be a part of their lives?
1: Oh I mean the interaction is um, what it's all about. And so um, you know we, we put on a really good um, youth camp um, in the end of June and uh, we'll have 200 plus campers and it's a' it's a, it's a two- day um, event and I mean, I've seen the impact that our players have as camp counselors, you know, spending six, seven hours, um, with, with these kids over the course of a couple of days. And I mean, we, we, we had, we had a, we had a couple of guys that drove all the way to Frankenmuth to watch sixth grade football practice. I mean, that's the kind of connection like, like our players are investing. I mean, like, you know, full blown air force football and our guys sweating head to toes, screaming and yelling and cheering. I mean, like, like 50 of those dudes with, you know, 6th and 7th graders and 8th graders. and I mean, those kids, I just eat it up. They love it. You know, and I'm just so proud of my guys. Um, you know, my guys really take um, doing that stuff to heart. And they, they, they go out there and they give their best. And, I mean, uh, the feedback that I get from the parents is just great. And um, it just means a lot. And it's how you grow the game of football, to be honest. You know, we're, we're just trying to be ambassadors, um, not, not just for – SVSU, um, and SVSU football, but for the game of football. Um, and I I think that's, um, critically important, you know, um, uh, because the game's under attack, um, and, and we need to protect it at all costs.
0: Absolutely. And I was just going to say your worst day in Frankenmuth is probably better than your best day in some other towns, because I love going to that community. It's one of my favorite places in all of Michigan. And I'm sure you guys had a great time being there, but more than that, they got a chance to be role models to the community. And that's something that is very important to protecting the game of football is making sure that people have the right impression and the right idea about who your players are and what their values are. How important was that for them and how did they embrace that role?
1: Yeah, you know, we we have great kids here. Um, Great kids. Um, You know, our, our kids are high academic achievers and, our, our, our kids, you know, they keep their nose clean and, and they do the right things. And, um, you know, we're coaching them hard on those things um, and our kids are fully buying into that, you know. And, you know, we're, we're, we're located here in the Great Lakes Bay region. This is a great area, Saginaw, Midland, Bay City, Flint, just down the road. And so, um, you know, we're, we're, we're located really in a cool, cool location and, and a diverse population. And um, our brand is very strong. Um, and so, um, and, and we want to continue to grow our brand and, um, we really want to keep up our, our engagement, you know, with our community. Um, and, and we think our, our brand of football is exciting. Um, you know, the GLEAC is the best division two football league in the country. And so, you know, you, you can come on out to Harvey Wicks Memorial Stadium and watch some high level football. And we, you know, obviously we got a, a couple young men who, uh, you know, have a chance to, you know, be playing in the NFL. You know, and that, that we got more guys like that on campus. I'm um, just going to tell you, we got a lot more um, like those two. And so, you know, why would you not want to come out and, and be a part um, and hang around those guys? If you were, you know, fifth and sixth and seventh graders, you know, how cool is that? You know, and be able to follow those guys through their college career and then want to be like them um, and, and chase that dream. And I remember when I was that age and, you know, I was a Dan Marinos, my my ultimate hero. You know and so i wore number 13 seventh grade eighth grade ninth grade 10th grade 11th grade 12th grade college like you know like i was that kid you know and so now i'm in a position where um, i can be a leader and and give back and try to take um you know this program and kind of you know lift 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 up lift up this community um as much as i possibly can and and that's really like um what my players and my staff and i are all about
0: few months from now, we might see some of those kids wearing Nowoski or Whiteside jerseys for an NFL team. They could uh, be going out there and they got such a great impression of them getting to meet somebody who might soon be on an NFL roster getting to wear that jersey. That's just another element of what you have created out there at Saginaw Valley State. You certainly have this program going in the right direction. I know this school has expanded quite a bit in just a short time that I was a part of the community when I worked in that area because I saw a lot of new things get developed, a lot of new programs around campus, a lot of buildings went up. They've done a great job with the community outreach and getting people to come to Saginaw Valley State. And now you are growing with that. I'm glad you brought up the GLIAC because not only are you guys in there and you are one of the top tier teams in that conference right now, but it's also home to the back-to-back national champions in Ferris State. Every week is going to be a battle in the GLIAC, so I hope you really convinced a lot of people to come out and watch that brand of football because it's always exciting. I really enjoyed getting a chance to follow it this season. I was scoreboard watching not just you guys, but I was also seeing what Ferris was doing, what Davenport was doing. I was really thrilled with how far they came in just a short amount of time, and you know, obviously they got the playoff spot that you guys were in the hunt for but you know having those teams and some of the others that no doubt are going to be developing their programs up north in uh, Marquette with Northern Michigan and and Michigan Tech it's it's just a great conference that people need to kind of elevate to and i think you're showing people that there's more f- than just football coming out of Ann Arbor East Lansing and Mount Pleasant every saturday it's in Saginaw too
1: without question without question i mean this this league is, is exceptional. I mean, and uh, every school, um, you know, is producing, um, you know, high level athletes and great football players. And that's what makes the league so special. You know, I've been a part of the league as a player and a coach now for over 20 years. And it's been that, it's been that way since I was league in the 2000. And when I was in high school, I can remember, you know, great Saginaw Valley players like Paul Spicer and Lamar King and Brian Dolph. And, you know Chucky e. Davis and Glenn Martinez and Matt Lafleur and I mean the list John DiGiorgio and Todd Aramans. I mean the list goes on and on and on um, from the history and the tradition that Saginaw has produced and and I could go on and on about every other program and, and the great players that they've had and um, I just think it's a it's a good reminder for everybody to you know hey there's 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 great football right down right down the road on uh, on Saturday and 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 why would you miss it.
0: The hardest part for you now is just having to wait till uh, late August, early September to get it going. Like you said, this, this was something that you got to do for a short time, but now it's just going to be a little off time before you guys get back out there later this summer. So what was your message to the guys as you broke up for the weekend?
1: Yeah. You know, I just told them I was really proud of them and um, for, for the job that they had did, you know, all winter, through winter conditioning and through spring ball. And I was really, uh, you know, Really proud of them and the way that they, you know, uh, you know, dominated uh, on Saturday and the way that they took care of each other. I mean, you, whenever you go live, you're always worried about guys, you know, you know, thinking they got too much to prove and that's how somebody gets hurt. So I, I thought we really took care of each other and and were really smart and we didn't put anybody in, you know, any 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 position where they could they could get hurt and um and then and now it's. You know, really, the message is simple. It's just we're focused on academics. We've got two weeks left of the semester, and um, now now we're just really switching gears to, you know, preparing for our finals and and finishing um, this semester up strong academically. I'm so glad that we were able to connect this week and get a chance
0: to really talk about the future for guys like Trevor Nowoski and Nick Whiteside.
1: The the draft's just around the corner, so hopefully we'll be be talking more, and uh, hopefully those guys will be – you know, with with teams here
0: shortly. Where will you be for the draft? Do you have any plans, like a watch party or anything for that?
1: I I don't have any plans um, as of yet, but uh, I I can guarantee you wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to be locked in. And and so is our team, you know. Um, Our our pro day uh, down at the Legacy Center was was awesome. Um, You know, we had, I think, 17 NFL scouts. We had XFL teams there, USFL teams. And, um, you know, I, I was really excited yeah I, I think we had over 12 different um programs represented um every every school from the GLIAC um I think except one um had somebody at our pro day and we had some many high schools there and um so I, I was just happy to that, that we were able to um you know provide the opportunity from for other small school kids to have an, uh, a chance to come and show out and and, and show what they can do and um you know, it was a it was it was a great event. I, I thank my buddy uh, Justin Cesante um, and everybody down at the Legacy Center for um, you know, ho- hosting us and letting us do a pro day there. And um, you know, we held it down there so we could accommodate the scouts. And um, they got a hectic schedule from one school, one school to one school to one school to the next school to another school. Um, and it was just easier um to get more scouts there. And so we held it there this year, and uh, it really worked out really well. We had a great turnout with a lot of scouts and. We had some guys, um, not just, um, you know, Trevor, Trevor and and Nick, um, but a lot of other uh, Cardinals that that were very well represented. And, you know, Isaiah Malcolm and Casey Williams are a couple that come to mind that really um, had good pro days. And there's so many um, professional leagues right now. Like there's, you know, I I, I strongly believe we're going to have more guys that are going to be, you know, USFL guys, XFL guys, CFL guys. So, um, you know, that's. that's exciting. Like, um, and that's really a motivating factor for, you know, a a lot of smaller school guys is now it's not just NFL or bust. There's opportunities to continue playing. Um, and a lot of them. Um, and so that's, that's really, I think motivated a lot of kids and that's growing the game of football as well.
0: That includes the Michigan Panthers who are going to be uh, playing some of their games in Ford field this season.
1: Do you plan on going to any of those games this year? Uh, I'd like to. It just depends on how my schedule all, all, uh, you know, pans out. You know, it was hard just getting getting with you this week. So. <laughs> but hey, we yeah, made you know, the, it.
0: We connected. Hey, we made,
1: <laughs> the Panthers uh, they were at our pro day, and so that they were they were there scouting things out. And I, I've I've heard from them. I know a couple people um in their front office, and so um they definitely got their eyes on a few of our guys, and so that's that's exciting. But um you know definitely a uh, big big supporters of uh and any Michigan football team in the state.
0: I plan to be there on May 13th. That's when they were going to have a game at Ford Field. Michigan is playing Pittsburgh that day. I've actually got front row seats on the 40-yard line for that one. So if one of your guys is there, I will definitely be uh, repping SVSU. I will have the Saginaw Valley State t-shirt on that day.
1: Well, let's go, Doug. Would my invitation get lost in the mail, or what?
0: I, you know, I should have called you. Yeah, I didn't think about that because oh, yeah. I was so locked I, in I... on your guys getting like selections uh, on on draft day for the NFL. I didn't think about that at the time. <laughs> I didn't think about that until uh, Trevor had mentioned it. But then it dawned on me that yeah, there there is that opportunity for a lot of your guys and guys in the GLIAC too. There are so many more opportunities. Yeah. So, like you said, it's no longer NFL or bust. It's an opportunity to excel at a higher level beyond college and uh, i hope a lot of these guys that you just mentioned get that call in the next few weeks to get that opportunity to further their playing careers
1: yeah i hope so too um and i'm i'm, I'm confident there's going to be there's going to be a lot more um you know Saginaw valley guys continuing their their career um here in the future as well
0: but you know ryan those tickets to the panthers game they're only 10 bucks so i think you can manage
1: yeah, hey, I think I can manage, but man, front roll with with Duff Tyler—I mean, giving me more. <laughs> That's only
0: than that. forty bucks. That was only forty dollars, <laughs> so I couldn't pass up on that. So yeah, the wife—we're oh. going with some friends of ours and. We're excited. I'm hoping to see somebody from Saginaw there this uh, May 13th. Send me me a picture
1: there when you're there front row. Oh,
0: You you know me. I I am always on on Twitter and Facebook, so I'm definitely going to be posting that. And if people want to follow me there, you can uh, find me at Duff Tyler or sports journalist Duff Tyler on Facebook. But yeah, I definitely uh, will be looking for your guys uh, on draft week. Hopefully, we're going to hear a lot of guys be moving on. I'm really looking forward to what you guys are going to do this fall. Coach Ryan Brady, thank you so much for making the time this week. It was so exciting to reconnect with you, and I am looking forward to this fall. It's going to be a great season for you guys. I know that the mission has not been accomplished yet. You guys are still in the hunt for the playoffs. Once that practice starts, that's what it's all about, completing that mission.
1: Yeah, it's been great talking to you too, Duff. I appreciate you having me on.
0: If you would like to hear more about Saginaw Valley State football, or you just want to listen to previous episodes of A Duff Said, then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can look me up on Facebook. Just look for sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can find me on Twitter, minus the blue checkmark, at Duff Tyler. If you would like to get an alert sent to your mobile device when I post a new show, then become a subscriber. Just head over to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our announcer today was Ben Hassinger, Michigan's ukulele ambassador. Be sure to check out my conversation with him by choosing one of the options that I just mentioned for listening to a Duff Said. All other announcements are done by Steve Gale the best high school sports public address announcer in the state of Michigan. And that's a wrap on this week's show on the 2,559th day since the Detroit Red Wings hosted a playoff game. I was there. It's also been 2,557 days since their last playoff game. But please continue to trust the Iser plan. Once again, I'm Duff Tyler, and I'm reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true. Because that's what a Duff said.